Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. One of my favorites, show favorite, a personal favorite, is Cody Willard. He is with uh, his, his company is called Trading with Cody, tradingwithcody.com. He has been involved in so many different things. Uh, I first met him when he was a Fox, uh, Fox Business anchor. Uh, before that, he was on uh, CNBC. Um, he is got his, he's a member of a rock band, which I think is extremely cool. And uh, he has a newsletter that I, I just think is fantastic. I, I get deluged. When you're a talk show host, and, and, and he can vouch for this, we get deluged with all kinds of information, the vast majority of which we don't want. And so everyone puts in us on their newsletter. And, and, uh, but this is one newsletter I read religiously, and I encourage people to as well, which is tradingwithcody.com. Uh, and really his primary focus, though, is his hedge fund, which I'd like you to talk about that real quick before we get into our topic, and welcome, as always. Sure. I, I, I focus on trying to find the biggest revolutionary investment ideas that you can come up with, and trends that are going to change the world. And, you know, um, you have to pay attention to valuations and some of the cycles of the economy and, um, you know, the bubbles and the crashes that we live through in this uh what do you call it, centrally controlled, Federal Reserve controlled economy and markets that uh, have outside in, outsized influence than what they probably should. But that's about the mm-hmm. gist of it. And then I write about whatever I'm doing when I'm buying or selling something and or what I'm analyzing when I look at the economy and the markets um, and send that out, you know, probably two or three times a week. And we have a daily, a weekly Q&A chat, um, a daily chat room that I pop into occasionally, but uh, a lot of the subscribers are in there talking and, um, you know, analyzing. And we, once a week we get in there for a formal Q&A where I answer any questions that anyone can come up with. Sports, politics, yeah, absolutely. but especially markets and economy. Absolutely. All right, let's get into a topic that really is all the rage, of course, is, uh, is uh, Elon Musk, and uh, now he has uh, apparently he's acquiring uh, Twitter. He's moving straight ahead. The cost of uh, dumping it, um, you know, and where they were in his relationship with Twitter was way more apparently than uh, taking a chance on it. Uh, he has warned that he's going to get rid of huge amounts of staff. Uh, I've heard as many as three quarters uh, and, and le- levels uh, lower than that. I found it very interesting, kind of, an, kind of, uh, I don't know, almost metaphorical. As he walked in uh, this week into the offices, preparing to move in, carrying a sink, as if you know. To me, it's like an interesting statement about I'm here to clean house. Uh, so I, that's kind of how I read that. How does a guy like Elon Musk walk around carrying a sink? He would have someone else do it, you know, uh, rather than him, you know, in my mind, unless he's trying to make a point. Well, and, pro- you know, certainly he is. Um, look, the uh, a great intro to the topic. Uh, look, I think Elon is mercurial, aggressive, different, c- contrarian. Um, everyone at this point expects, I basically that he's going to go in and cut 75% of the staff at Twitter and revamp the whole thing from scratch in some ways. Um, look, I, we still don't know for sure this deal's going through. Tomorrow night, midnight, I believe, is the deadline. And it's probably going through, but 
You just don't know. I've owned Twitter stock since it was – I've had it for probably five or seven years. I think I bought it around $14 originally, and I just recently have sold it um, just yesterday um, and, you know, moved on. But uh, it sure looks like the deal's going to go through, and I am personally, you know, excited to see Elon at least shake things up in the social media world and do things differently and – Everyone will, you know, half the people will love it, half the people will hate it, half the people will not care. Um, I know that's more than 100%. (laughs) You must have have went to the same public school I went to. Yeah, I I get your point. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just it. I mean, the company needs to be shaken up, and it's, uh, you know, the social media world needs to be shaken up, and things need to be done differently, and... Um, it would be great to have change, you know, it's great. I've been on, so, so Twitter's the only social media network that I'm on and, um, you know, I consume it and I occasionally publish to it. You, you sometimes give me a, a shout out, uh, you know, and I think you publish most of our programs on the web, most of our interviews on the web. And when you do that, I always uh, retweet it and, uh, then my subscribers can, listen to it. But, you know, stuff like that, I retweet or occasionally I'll throw a silly or hopefully somewhat insightful comment out there. But I, I'm not one of the guys that fills up your uh, your Twitter feed with random yeah. nonsense. Twitter and, and Facebook are the only two I do. Increasingly much more Twitter. Twitter is almost like the people's news feed, if you know what I mean. It, it, uh, it has a great function for keeping track on current things uh, like a newswire, even with the limited number of characters, uh, makes it easier to do that. And so I am a fan. I've long criticized it uh, for being uh, poorly utilized, and I uh, certainly have been concerned about the bots that people have known about for a very long time. But, of course, uh, Elon Musk has really brought to light how big of an issue it is. But I like Twitter, and I, I would like to see Twitter better and I can't help but think that Musk will move it in that direction. I don't like, uh, you know, I believe every social media company is a media company. It should be allowed to have its own editorial perspective, uh, you know, and, and control that to a certain extent. That is what, uh, you know, really what the First Amendment protects. It isn't, uh, you know, anyone can do whatever they want simply because they want to. These are owned entities. On the other hand, I think the way their editorial approach has been, uh, suffocating for it. Yeah, that's just it. I don't have any good solutions. I've uh, unsuccessfully tried to run a financial focused social media slash app company in years past. And um, it's, it's a hard road to navigate because of the politics involved. And once you get, you know, partisan politics involved with you know, one both sides basically, you know, explaining why they're so incredibly right and the other side is so evil. And, you know, like there's no easy answer to, you know, providing a platform that allows anyone to say whatever they want, but not over a certain line that might incite or threaten violence or that, is you know pornographic or is all the other things that people politicians 
and even the executives are concerned about. And, you know, that's where I am excited that, if nothing else, Elon will not, uh, you know, try to hew to the politicians and public uh, public's opinion of how it should be done. And that's what I, you know, if nothing else, I'm, I, I don't have, if he doesn't, if I don't like t- the results after he runs Twitter for six months and he's making all these changes, I can get off of it. Like, there's no risk to me. Like, it's fine. Like, he can do whatever he wants with it. And, you know, to a certain extent, the politicians and all of the arbitrary laws that they've passed to control and or um, more likely um, help the social media companies. You know, any time you see, you and I have talked about this, of course, before, Kevin, it's like any time the politicians pass a law that's supposed to punish a certain sector, it's always that sector's lobbyists and attorneys that end up writing the laws that are then passed, and you know it ends up just being protection for them, not, um, you know, like somehow hurting them. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's a very bizarre world. It's kind of like the Inflation Reduction Act, right? (laughs) We have no doubt is raising inflation. Uh, it's it's a very Orwellian world in which we live in. It is strangely and sadly way too Orwellian in so many ways. Yeah. Uh, all right. His name is Cody Willard. His website is tradingwithcody.com. Always love having you on. Final thoughts. How about we do something a little more optimistic? I always like to end on an optimistic note. Um, I am headed up the hill here in two or three hours to do a jam session with my uh, current iteration of a band. And uh, you called me a rock band, uh, us a rock band earlier. I just wanted to clarify, technically we're a rap, rock, country, folk fusion band. So, wow. you know, we're, we're as esoteric and eccentric and strange as you might want us to be. But uh, a lot of our tunes are... Um, you know, very mainstream. Go, I guess you could... Uh, I don't even know where to send you for my band. It's just a fun thing. But, you know, I've opened shows in New York City. We've opened shows. I say I. It's not me. Like, it's not about me. I'm not even, like, the front man. I'm just the guitarist and sort of like the guy who helps lay down the tunes or the framework for our songs. <laughs> I love listening to you geeking out about your music. And, again, as... As I begin to uh, express a true Renaissance man, we love having you on. Thanks so much, Cody. Peace, love, happiness. Thanks, Kevin. Back at you. I'm Kevin Price. Stay tuned for more after this.